0: Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Friday there, folks. Helps if I have my microphone on, huh? (laughs) Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. I am your humble host, Brian Nichols, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode uh, today. It's going to be you and me. We're going to be going back to our morning sales huddles, and uh, we're going to be talking about the importance of assertiveness. Now, I talked about this uh, last time we talked from our morning sales huddle, the importance of focusing on assertiveness. Today, I'm going to take that for some of you folks who maybe don't think you have an assertive bone in your body, and uh, we're going to show you six easy steps you can take right now to instantly become more assertive. Overnight. But first wanna go ahead and give a special shout out to today's sponsor. And that is, and if you are a longtime listener here of the Brian Nichols show, you know him, love him. It is the one and only Uh, Mikel Thorup from the Expat Money Show and is his Expat Money Summit taking place November 7th through November 11th, 2022. Five days, 30 expert speakers. Go ahead and get your free tickets to this virtual summit. Yeah, I said free over at BrianNicholsShow.com. And uh, yeah, you can go ahead and watch for a week. And I promise you will reap the benefits for generations. One more time, BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash expat. All right, folks. So uh, like I said, we're going to be talking again today for our morning sales huddle. If you are over at uh, Briannickelshow.com you can go ahead and sign up for our morning sales huddle. They'll hit your inbox if you uh, were signed up for today, for example, today around this afternoon. Uh, but around once or so a week, I missed you guys last week, just craziness in, in terms of scheduling. Uh, but yeah, we're going to continue today talking about those six easy steps you can go ahead and learn on how to become more Assertive. So, uh, with that being said, here let me go ahead pull this up. So, like I said last uh, sales huddle, we outlined the importance of assertiveness, and I'm sure some of you had uh, heard that post or heard that episode, and you rolled your eyes and you thought, okay, yeah, that sounds great, Brian. But how do I actually become assertive if I'm not assertive already? And I thought, well, yeah, that's a great question. Let's focus on that. So, we've already outlined how and why you should become more assertive and how will it will impact your business success and also your personal success. So how does one actually become more assertive? So here are some quick, easy ways you can instantly become more assertive overnight. So number one, get rid of excuses. Actually scratch that, stop excusing your actions. Ever since we were kids, we were taught to explain to authority figures why we did something. And in many cases, we find ourselves explaining and justifying in order to make ourselves not feel like we're going to get in trouble or to actually prevent ourselves from getting in trouble. With assertiveness, giving an excuse for these actions or beliefs is the exact opposite of what you want to do. Stand firm and state what you believe and don't excuse your beliefs, actions, or decisions. Now, that's not to say you need to not take responsibility. You absolutely do need to take responsibility if you do something wrong, and you absolutely need to own up and apologize. But if you're being pressed to apologize for something you didn't do or that you were in the right for, not only should you not offer any excuses, you should not do so and reiterate so in your convictions. Number two, you have the right to say no. Not only do you have the right to say no, you also have the right to decide whether or not you want to or are able to help find the solutions to other people's problems. And guess what? It's okay to say no to other people's problems when they ask for it. At the end of the day, you're responsible for one person and only one person, you. Your psychological well-being, your happiness, and ultimately your success in life is entirely contingent on what you're able to do for yourself. But, when you take that limited bandwidth you have and start sectioning it off to other people, you're not able to invest in yourself as much as you need to be. So what does that mean for you? Well, it means get comfortable with saying the word no. Number three, you have the right to change your mind. I know libertarians, this one is hard to hear. Yes, believe it or not, people are allowed to change their minds, especially if they were in a situation where they didn't have all the information or evidence available prior to making their original decision on something. This is super important in sales as well. Variables change all the time, especially in a fast-paced business environment. If you're rigid in all of your responses to any change, that can easily lead to angry prospects. Contracts will get tossed in the garbage and ultimately, poor performances on your end. So don't be afraid to change your mind. And after all, your prospect might even appreciate your candor. Number four, did you know that I make mistakes? I know, it's surprising, because believe it or not, no one is perfect. And no matter how smart, charismatic, or principled you are, you can still find the best people making mistakes. And when you make mistakes, it's important to put it into context. And remember that literally Everyone else is in the exact same boat as you because everyone makes mistakes. And since everyone makes mistakes, what's the sense in hiding them? Just because you make a mistake doesn't make you uniquely terrible or flawed. Mistakes are proof you're trying. Mistakes are the only way you learn. So if you feel uncomfortable making mistakes, know that without them, you wouldn't be growing. Number five, I don't know. Yes, you are allowed to say the words, I don't know. I actually had this happen to me. Yesterday, I was working on a huge account and one of the prospects had a very high-level cybersecurity question that I was in absolutely no position whatsoever to effectively answer. And instead of bullshitting an answer, I, I frankly told them I didn't have that answer, but I would absolutely go ahead and try my best to find the right answer for them or at least find the right person who could answer that question for them. See, despite their public perception of sales, sales isn't about bullshitting. It's about... Rather, it's not about tricking or calling your prospects, but rather it's about problem solving. It's about providing the right information and helping make your solution fit the context of your buyer's problems. And if you're not providing the right information, then your solution won't fix your buyer's problems. And what does that lead to? Damaged trust, zero satisfaction, and zero brand loyalty. So instead of rattling off some BS answer that you can make up off the cuff, just simply say the truth. I don't know, and then I'll find out that answer for you. Number six, this one might come as a shock to some of you, but you have permission to tell others you don't care. See, in the world of politics, it's very difficult to utter those words words because we feel that we have an obligation to care about those who are in need of help, and while that's true... We do not have a responsibility, nor do we have the emotional bandwidth to invest equal amounts of care into every single problem, issue, or travesty that's taking place in the world or in other people's lives. At the end of the day, your needs, your goals, and your interests are paramount. Just because somebody else is worried about an issue doesn't mean that you have to be as equally worried like them. We see this in the world of politics all the time. Someone has a pet issue and they try to make it into an entire movements issue. When we have the responsibility, we have the right to tell that person, hey, sorry, I just don't care. (laughs) We have bigger fish to fry right now. And you should not be forced to care about the stresses, the accomplishments, or the tactics that others are using. If they're able to show you that they're really missing out on the benefits of approaching things through their perspective, then that's on them to make their case. But... Under no circumstances should you sacrifice your convictions simply for the sake of instituting or maintaining some arbitrary sense of harmony or obligated care. Being assertive has been one of the hardest things I've had to work on. Growing up, I personally wasn't an assertive person. Guys, I was morbidly obese. I liked to sing in chorus. I played tuba. I mean, if you think about it, I was the true definition of a nerd. (laughs) And the struggle of trying to deal with who I was and being confident and assertive in who I was, while also balancing the acceptance of my peers, it was tough. All the while, I didn't realize that all I had to do was just to be assertive at the onset in order to find my true self and feel comfortable in my true self. The same thing is true in sales. Yeah, you can take inspiration from the top salesperson, but... At the end of the day, that doesn't mean you have to do everything exactly the way they tell you, because you should be assertive in what works for you. All right, folks, I challenge you to implement some of assertiveness in your life. Give it a whirl, and, and please do me a favor. Go ahead and share your experience. How assertive assert we can get that word out? Assertiveness helps you in your life. Uh, I know for me, it's helped with sales. It's helped with the show. It's helped us as we grow the movement here because we've had to take some positions that. Frankly, some folks have not enjoyed because they stand contrary to the positions that a lot of the folks in the uh, yeah say libertarian politics or liberty politics of yesteryear have held true for quite a while. We're doing things differently and we're doing so assertively. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please do me a favor. Go ahead and give it a share when you do. I'll make sure I go ahead and retweet it uh, if you do it over on Twitter or if you go ahead and uh, go share it on Facebook. Give me a share and I'll make sure I'll go ahead or give me a tag rather, and I'll go ahead and I'll give you a share over there as well. See, I told you, nobody's perfect, we all make mistakes, and it's just me that I'm at the end of the day and I'm tired, and that's the mistake I'm making. So, uh, folks, with that being said, no, thank you again for joining us. One more time, please head over to brianickleshow.com forward slash expat and check out the expat money summit and get your free tickets today. And uh, by the way, we had a great, great conversation here uh, with Richard Blank. He is an amazing, amazing head of a call center down in Costa Rica's uh, Costa Rica. It's actually called Costa Rica's Call Center. I'm gonna include that episode here right, actually it's gonna show up like over here, yeah, right here for you guys. Um, so please go ahead and if you've not had the chance to check out that episode, click the the video here. I'll see you over there and be sure while you're over there to hit the subscribe button and the little notification bell if you're over here on YouTube. And yeah, if you're not on YouTube, podcast listener, you're missing out, head over to BrianNigleShow.com and you can check out our awesome video version of the program. But With that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on our special morning sales huddle on our happy, happy Friday. With that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. today.